It's time for the reading of the cards. The cards. All right. So today's card is the devil. On this card, we have two people. That, um, and then we have the devil standing above them, or actually sitting above them with his hand up, just looking devilish, real evil and shit. Um, real dark energy in this card. This is the Capricorn card. Shout out to Bree. Hey. <laughs> And when I think about Capricorns, I think about this card. It's all like vices and shit. And it's like a dark energy. But what it's supposed to remind us of is like our humanity and how like there's a little bit of the devil in each of us. It's also sins of the flesh, mm -hmm. carnal sins, knowing people biblically. It's about sex, guys. <laughs> Yo, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. Yeah. Oh, I was off. I was thinking pretty Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that works too. So that's with that, so um, let's go ahead and go on with the show. So, cartoons I'd like to fuck. All right. Um, I guess I can start. Um, if we're including anime in this, I'ma just be honest. I will fuck the dog shit out of Sashomaru. I used to be <laughs> an Inuyasha girl, but you know, as you age, you know your tastes kind of refine a bit, and I feel mm. like Sashomaru is really where I'm at in my big age. I feel it. Inuyasha kind of. You know, he's like a girlhood crush with the tail and the hair and like the moodiness and shit. Mm -hmm. But I can definitely see Sashomaru being like, you know, grown lady shit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, speaking of grown lady shit, shit Omni Daddy from <laughs> Invincible. Omni man. Um, let me just be honest. Uh, sorry to anybody who might be white that listens to this. I'm not into whites. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe I should have said like that. Um, okay, wait. I didn't mean it like that. I usually am just not, like, into dating, like, white people like that. I'm sorry. But, yeah, uh, something about that alien man with the muscles and that bolt. Man, like, the bolt <laughs> they put on his costume was insane. Like, I was like, wow! And then he, like, loved his wife at first. And, like, oh, shit, spoilers. I'm sorry. He loved his wife and his son. And I was just like, wow, look at Omni Daddy. I'm into this. I'm ashamed. Next. Ashamed? <laughs> ashamed? Oh. When we started this whole segment because I like Bob Belcher. <laughs> so let's get into that. Bob Belcher. Listen, Bob Belcher only makes a difference to me because he was very much himself. He didn't compromise self, even for family. This nigga hid in a wall for like three days and was like, I catch y'all when I catch y'all. Like, oh he was very true to self. I'm almost 100% sure he was a Virgo. Like, you know, whoever Bob Belcher may have been, I was probably him. Um, opting out of society in every way that I can. He's also like a loving family man. That's he was a big high. family man. Run my store. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. All 
right. So today's episode has a very special guest. I, allow me to introduce Nicole. Nicole, what's up? Hey, I'm Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole, tell us about yourself, what you do, what you does. All right. Well, for the most part, I'm just Nicole. I'm the Lomax. I am also known as kimchi the chaotic erotic kimchi with the probiotic pussy the most important things to me are sexual health education and so anything that i bring to any platform will have to do with that so i'm kimchi the aspiring sex educator what's up that's lit we love sex here Yes. And learning. Breeze a Capricorn. I know. I know. So, you know, a good sex 101 is always, you know, appealing to me. I have nothing yes. 101 for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is, this is it, it gets deep. It you gets know? very deep. It gets deep. I couldn't even start with 101. Once you do enough research and shit, niggas be like, yeah, you can't just like sex and be a sex educator. I was like, fuck, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> we're working. We're moving. I love that. I love that. So, um, if you couldn't tell, our episode today is going to be about sex. We're going to get freaky, guys. Woo! (laughs) All right. So, today in a segment called Girl, Why Is My Coochie Wet? We are going to talk about a few inappropriate times in which we have found ourselves in a compromising, you know, position biologically. (laughs) Why am I aroused? What has this awakened in me? Why have biology betrayed me once again? Bobby, what you doing? What you doing? (laughs) What you doing? Um, so, who wants to start? It'd be dumb shit. Why am I aroused watching you take the groceries out the car? You know? <laughs> One trip? God what? damn. <laughs> Look at them <laughs> Oh my gosh. But no, yeah, I feel it because then I don't have to do it. No. <laughs> yeah. I guess that must be what it is. I'm relieved. Let me relieve you relieving me. (laughs) Um, I was in the liquor store with a nigga before. This was like before I was honestly even old enough to buy alcohol. But like he pointed to the top shelf and I was like, damn. Damn. Oh, you got a long oh. wingspan. Like, no, I think literally the words damn daddy came out of my mouth. <laughs> like, you were like, where'd just, that come from? Uh, oh, I feel this in my chest somehow. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, oh god, this is so embarrassing. Uh, I was at I was at a bar and this older white man with ice blue eyes uh, stared into my soul mm. and asked me what I drink mm. and. Okay, wait. I guess for more context, this man is like obviously gay as well. Mm. It was all very confusing, sexy and confusing. Mm. He asked me what I drink, and I just didn't even know what to say. Um, but yeah, no, the way he looked into my eyes, I just was like, I get that. Stuck. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why am I? Why is my coochie wet? Yeah, I, I remember the most pressing moment actually. Now it's coming to my mind for real, for real. I remember I went on a date. This is the first time I ever went out anywhere with this nigga. You ever seen a nigga 
turn the steering wheel. Just like yes, go. You really just turned it with the palm of your hand. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, what else can you do with that hand? You know, <laughs> that? You know how to drive. Oh, right? oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm real, I'm glad he didn't glance my way. So I'm looking like that's some shit I'd like to experiment with, huh? That was different. I would be real. Niggas honest. driving. Niggas with clean cars. Ooh, yes. No, but for real though. Like, I don't know why, but Ooh, mm. ooh, this is a nice mm. hair. Mm. I don't know. Maybe this is the same way that like men feel about women in cars. Is it just a thing? Is no, it? I think they fear. I think they, it's they, it's fear. They is feel it fear, fear watching us drive. Like I've never that. met a nigga who like was comfortable with me in the driver's seat. Like, I not agree. ever. Fact. It's always like stress. They're tense. Like they don't ever seem like they're like turned on. It's always no. like. This yeah, <laughs> get out. Driving wild turns me on. I don't know why. No, it's scary. I have me. found that mm-hmm. really. Yeah, no, I've never felt safe in a car with a man. Like them driving wild really just hurting me. Oh, I, I like yeah. it a lot. Um, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't think I've ever like come out and said said this, but like the thing that makes me absolutely just. Oh, an yeah. entire wreck is watching fucking MMA fights and watching two men beat the shit out of each other. Like, I, I don't know if the hatred of men is just real strong in my heart or if it's just all oh, this testosterone. There's muscles everywhere. It's, and yeah, it's like, oh, and it's like homoerotic. It like, is. It's so sexy. Like, but, yeah, pin him. Put him down on the ground. It's your muscles. What are you going to do after that? Yeah. <laughs> now, now kiss. Now kiss. <laughs> Um, teachers and educational uh settings, I don't know what it is, but oh my god, like peer reviews specifically, like having all that attention on you, like good or bad, like people telling you what they think about your ideas, it's like, yes, punish me. Punish me. I love it. My verbiage was poor. What else? <laughs> My grammar was bad. This wasn't researched enough. I didn't mm. flesh out this character enough. Plagiarism. Yeah. 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 Oh, My metaphor is mm. yes. <laughs> very interesting take. What else did I do wrong? <laughs> That shit used to make me angry. I didn't care who the fuck he was as a teacher or a professor. I did it right. <laughs> Welcome to the Freak Ho Book Club. Grab your snacks, your cocktails. We're reading Eric Jerome Dickey's Waking with Enemies. Chapter 9, Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner The man with the broken nose held Tebby's breast, pinched her nipples. Tebby moaned, don't start something you can't finish. They were back at Tower Hills, naked, in his bed with the covers pulled back. 
Bob Marley was playing soft and low enough to encourage but not disturb his mood. He kept sucking her breast. His soon-to-be ex didn't have breasts that nice. Two kids had left her breasts looking like flat tires. <laughs> he put his fingers between Tebby's legs, felt like her vagina had a fever. So hot between her legs, like 4th of July in downtown Houston. <laughs> <laughs> she jumped. Wait, wait, hold on, baby. What's wrong? Tebby got up and went to her purse, took out nail clippers. She said, you have fingernails as sharp as a surgeon. <laughs> he had her hand and she trimmed his, he gave her his hand and she trimmed his fingernails. They filed them down smooth. Me no one female circumcision. Jesus when, Christ. <laughs> when she finished his manicure, she eased his hand back between her legs. He felt her global warming. <laughs> <laughs> First he teased and played with the edges, then the lips. Then he moved his fingers in and out of her vagina. Much better. Much, much better. He put his hand on her chin, pulled her face to his, kissed her. She moaned and moved against his hand. He kissed her while his fingers probed her dampness. Then he whispered. I think I want, might want some breakfast. You are wicked, Bruno. Wicked. His tongue moved from her mouth to her breasts, breasts, moved south and replaced his fingers. Then his tongue worked with his fingers, moved soft and slow. Tabby moaned, get your breakfast. You like this? Good Lord, yes. Please get your breakfast, get your lunch, get your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, bitch? Go ahead, get yours. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He tongued her until she begged him to get on top of her. He reached for a condom, opened it, rolled the latex on. He mounted her, moved into, moved inside at a snail's pace, kissed her, sucked her neck. Tebby moaned like she had third degree burns all over her skin. That's not sexy. <laughs> That's not sexy. <laughs> that is so not sexy. sexy. Uh, he stroked her. She asked him to slap her ass, so he slapped her ass, squeezed her ass, touched between her legs, <laughs> rubbed her clit while he stroked her, asked her to touch herself while he stroked her. He slapped her ass so hard she cringed. He smiled when she cringed. Then he put her on her belly, held her down, and found his way back inside her wetness, held the small of her waist, and straddled her. Rode her from the back, made her a prisoner. A prisoner. In the dim light, he looked at her from the back. Her butt. Her small waist. Her strong back. Her shoulders were toned. He looked at her head. At her bald head. The way her head gave weight to her neck and back. Without hair. From this position, her head. Her back, for a moment, it looked too masculine. A woman with no hair from behind looked like a man with no hair from behind. He lost his rhythm, felt his erection waning. For a moment, it looked like he was behind Michael Jordan. <laughs> Don't stop, Tebby was moaning. Don't tease me like that. All right, so how do we feel about the segments? Well... 
you know, I have annotated notes actually about the segment. Um, Hit me. Let's go. Let's start from the two kids left her breast looking like flat tires. You heard I almost did not keep it together. (laughs) Her vagina had a fever. It was like 4th of July in downtown fucking Houston. What are these analogies? These are horrible. She moaned like she had a third, like third degree burns all over. See, trying to stay like in this like sexy, sultry, full voice while you're saying... Tebby moaned like she had third degree barns all over her fucking skin. That's not sexy. I'm alarmed. I too (laughs) am alarmed. I'm concerned. That is not the image that I want to see. Oh, third degree barns? Me no one female circumcision? Bitch, she gave him a full manicure. Which I can stand by again. I'll say this again. If you find midway that your partner has things about them that are not suiting your sexual experience in the moment, stop. Stop it right the fuck there. Mm-hmm. Because that shit is long term. If you find that your partner got nasty fingernails, guess who gonna wake up with BB in the morning? Mm-hmm. Niggas know BB is bacterial vaginosis. Mm-hmm. Not that nigga. Could be in your other female partner. Like, but don't take those risks. It's a lot easier to close that gap and say, here's some problems that we had made way in the in the process. Let's redeem those things now. We keep pushing from that spot. Amen. On forward. I like that. Um Amen. that's yes. I have more problems with technical Go ahead. things. <laughs> like uh, no, that was good. Like that after, you know, he um after he got his manicure, he eased his hand back between her legs and yes. felt her global fucking warming. <laughs> her global so, warming, bitch. This nigga cares about the environment. Let's her give him that. Her global warming. Her global warming. She got warming. holes in her ozone. Jeez, her ozone. Yeah. <laughs> I penetrated that ozone. The climate is changing around the vaginal region. Um, again. I was not turned on. Like, at first sight, I'm not going to lie, I was like, ooh, this is going to be spicy. You know, he said nipples. I'm just, <laughs> ooh, this is scintillating. But, um, no, as we got deeper into it, it was kind of just like, Jesus. You know, I love when a person isn't scared to use the word vagina. Vagina, <laughs> vagina, vagina. Vagina. <laughs> but, like, also, like, you know, I was not hot. Yeah, your your globe's not warming. Yo, I did not have burns all over my body. There were no burns. Mm, Yeah, no, I wasn't hot at all. The moaning, come get your breakfast. No bullshit. I did not know what that meant for a second. I was not following it. I didn't know that was supposed to be sexy. Listen, you gonna eat this pussy or you not? Don't talk to me (laughs) about that fucking fucking weird ass analogies like come get breakfast? breakfast nigga like breakfast lunch and dinner i was Love like it. oh so he's gonna be getting I'm his you meals. out before lunch Give me <laughs> r.i.p eric jerome dickie yeah. rest in peace you, like 59. That's crazy. you are sorely missed yo my first orgasms in middle school thank you thank you eric wow Dickey. maybe i don't want to end with that i'm so sorry mom no please <laughs> okay Love this. Wait till I have y'all on my sex podcast.
All right, Nicole. So we have some questions for our guests. The first question is, what got you started with sex ed? So there I am, picture it. I'm a senior in college. Never thought I would get to that point. But there I am, a senior, uh, writing my senior thesis, finishing up my senior classes, and then I was a history major. I was like, oh, yeah, history. History's gonna be, I'm going to get a BS in history. My last two weeks of college, I was like, I want to be a social worker. I'm related completely. So I was like, okay, based on my own experience with sexuality, some shit that I actually cared about, um, the cycle of learning and unlearning things, um, intersections with culture, religion, economics, education, all these things were like, history is cool, but like there are more pressing issues than people's willingness or unwillingness to acknowledge their history. Sometimes people are being placed in situations that are now and a lot more urgent that require your attention. And I was like, kill. You know what requires my attention? (laughs) Sexual education. So here I am in a place where of all the disciplines that we learn, we learn about math and science. What do you learn about math and science? Binaries. Ones and twos. Okay. And then sexual education, you learn about he's and she, women and men, all the things that we learn about that are very, very much black and white and very uh, specific. And I was like, well, there's a bigger view of the world in this. How do I break into that? How do I make that shit available to other people? So people know, like, their experience is not as, it's it's unique, but it's not as unique as they think in a way that has to set them aside to make them other and other yeah exactly in the same way in the same, we're other very much often right. <clears throat> so we hear we hear here that we you also work in a sex shop i do uh Ooh, listen so you want to share some yeah. of your weirdest sex shop experiences oh no i'll share the one weirdest the one okay. weirdest i work in a sex shop i've been working there since january or february mm-hmm and the only reason it's weird is because it's weird to me. Cisgendered, which means like a person who is born of uh, one specific sexual identity, or like you were born with a penis, so you identify with the male identity, or like men. And they walk into the store and they're like, oh, I'm so glad it's women in here because I can talk to y'all about anything. Or like, I'm so glad that y'all are here because I'm having problems with my erection and this and that. What? So yeah, so like, people walk into the store often with all these different issues and are either relieved or made more anxious by whoever they have to address those issues with. But like, I'm a professional, in a manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. When you come to me, I have nothing but unbiased subjective opinions or rather objective opinions for you to say here's what I think would suit you the best and I've had niggas walking in and be like yeah uh I was on blood thinners and now my dick can't get hard <laughs> I got some for you <laughs> like we got some for you everywhere you go so it's been very interesting working in that field working in that field and 
coming into contact, it'd be a lot of older people. That reminds me, geriatric sex education. If your grandma want to know why she got reoccurring bacterial vaginosis, we got her. We're going to help her out. <laughs> got it. Sex education for all ages. I everybody. think that's like important with comprehensive sex education. It sure. is. No, everybody thinks it's like the 18 through like 25 year old age group. Everybody having sex. I promise you that. Working at the job I work, you, I work at now, everybody, everybody is having sex. Everybody's having sex and everybody needs Everybody help education. Listen, your parents, they parents, mm-hmm. everybody's having, having sex. sex. It's I don't really crazy. Think about it. They're having sex though, I promise you. Uh, okay. And if they're not, they're trying to find new ways to have sex. Oh my god. Yeah. So in this vein of things, what is a fun fact about sex that you wish that everybody knew? I wish that everybody knew that sex doesn't have to fit into a uh, frame of acceptance. Not everybody's sex have to be has to be the same as everybody else's. Like, if you don't like something, that's cool. If the next person does, that's cool too. But like, have an open mind about the various avenues of sex that you can take about partnership and about the way that sometimes you find you with somebody. They'd be with some shit you never even imagined. But you still have a right to say no about that shit. You still have a right to have reluctance and be like, mm, I don't know if I know. And you also still have a right to be like, yeah, I'm with all that shit. Put put it all everywhere. Damn. Drop it on the table. Drop it and I'm going <laughs> to pick it up where I found it. Yeah. <laughs> so keep, keep sex on the spectrum at all times. That's, I think, my main thing. Hey, hey you, are you into the wizarding world of Harry Potter? John Tucker must die, except John Tucker actually dies. <laughs> Romantic comedies starring your mom's favorite white women. Well, you're in luck. It is time for Fake, fake Pitches, pitches for, for Your Hollywood Ears. Okay, so boom. We got a mashup of Carmilla. For those of you who are not familiar, it is the vampire novel that predates Dracula. Um, Fuck Bram Stoker. Anyway, (laughs) this one is gay. It's Mm. it's lesbian S. You better sapphic. We're gonna sapphic, bitch. We're gonna sapphic. With a nice little mix of Jennifer's body. If y'all don't remember that teen movie starring the goddess that is Miss... Oh my god, that white lady's name is invading me! Megan, Megan. Fox. Fox! Is yes. that some white lady opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> of all white women, you could have said anything and I would have seen Megan Fox. I know, I really could not think of it. Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. Um, Damn, women. Amanda. I love her. She's gorgeous. An interview with a vampire, which was not sapphic, but very homoerotic. Very. And I loved every second of it. Was it not straight up gay at points or was it just homoerotic? Um, it was, listen, the book was real gay. Um, the movie with was it Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt? Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and 
and, and Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Yes, and that's when Ooh. it got real gay. I don't know why, but it got <gasps> real gay around Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I can see it. I like God, that. I'm going to watch that movie again tonight. No, for real. What is that? <laughs> Never mind. Okay, Anyways. so <laughs> our main characters are Mia, who just got out of a long relationship and has been throwing herself into work. First mistake. <laughs> <laughs> She's been doing so well that they ask her to train the new girl, Celine. Um, she's really quiet, but has real intense energy. She just moves to town because she inherited a farm, but she got a job to help with the bills. So me and Celine, they get along well and decide to go from work friends to real friends and start hanging at a bar after work together. And when they hang, Celine is always super flirty, but she always ends up picking up a guy and calling an Uber for Mia. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Uh, Mia's confused because Celine is so sexy and mysterious and they have clear chemistry, but the next day, anyway, she asked her how it was, and it's like very clear that like Celine doesn't know what sex with a man is like. <laughs> she's like asking her, like, okay, so like how big was it? And she's like, It's huge, but like, all right, details, like how big? It's in Celine's, comparison. Yeah, like really, what is the number? And Celine is like, Yeah, you know, like a good like three and a half feet, like and it's like really weird but anyway the next time they hang out uh mia decides to ask Celine about their chemistry and long story short they start hooking up and have this friends with benefits thing um but it's like real open still because Celine is still like taking niggas home from the bar for whatever reason uh one night at the bar they overhear that a regular went missing and Celine just went home with him a few nights ago and mia's like well have you seen him? And Celine gets real weird and Mia's like, well, what the fuck? So she follows her home and sees her throwing a man into fire. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's throwing this man it. into a fire in a barn. Her. And the smell is like almost too much to bear. So like Mia mm-hmm. leaves and she confronts Celine the next day after work. So Celine takes her to her farm and explains that she's a vampire, but she only feeds on men. Love that. My goodness. That's all they're good for. (laughs) The blood. Both ways. (laughs) Shout out to Jennifer's body. She doesn't go both ways. She just kills men. So Mia acts like everything's all good, but now she has to decide whether she's gonna be Selena's Celine's vampire bride or take her down. But wait, I thought she only goes for men. She does only go for men, but like Mia's a human. Oh, because so she like, knows that she knows the T. Yeah, that she's out here killing oh. people and they're going missing. So she's like, This is definitely like Edward and Bella. Like, oh shit. Yeah, it's so easy for me to fall in love. No, it's so easy for me to fall in love with your mortal ass. Like, <laughs> what risk am I really taking here? You gonna come? You going You're gonna choose me. I'll just wait until you're ready. Love it. Love it. You're gonna choose me. I am mystical. I am, I am different. I, I am all these things. I sparkle sun. in the sunlight. I have books from like 1732. Like, <laughs> it's some shit going on here that you've never seen before. You're not going to choose me? <laughs> oh, who you're not going to choose me? But she's like, <laughs> the DMV Twilight Edition. <laughs> not like. <laughs> she's having conflict because she wants to save the men. She wants to save people. But she also. <laughs> then I have to kill you wrong. because that's Why? a bad decision. I was going to say, I don't want to save the men. I'm not I don't want to save the men. So maybe there is no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she has a very clear decision to make. 
and all signs are pointing to fuck these niggas every time. <laughs> I have now finally found myself in a space where I am not incriminated. I am an ally with this one person who probably fucks with me hard enough to never tell on me. Yeah. And that's when niggas be like, yeah, loyalty. Like, you gonna hold me down, you know, and then the real nigga hold you down. Like, that's what they found. It's a very special thing. <laughs> Deep. It's deep. <laughs> so, how does the story end? If they end? want to see, oh yeah, if you guys want to see this, y'all gonna have to make it. <laughs> I gave you the recipe. Go ahead and whip it up. Whip she it. You all teach me how to whip. Well, teach me how to whip it. <laughs> Good shit. Got a juicy idea for a pitch of your own? Maybe a quick ASMR snippet you'd like to hear between segments? You can submit it to us at illcreatives.com slash contact. That's ill with two W's, creatives.com slash contact. Pussy don't fail me now. I gotta turn this nigga out so he don't want nobody else. But me and only me. Pussy don't fail me now. I gotta turn this nigga out. So you don't want nobody else but me and only me.